thank you very much for listening in to another episode of Alama UDND. We appreciate having you here with us. If you like what we are doing, tell your friends and add us on Instagram at Alama UDND and at Table Minis. If you would like to support us further, join our Patreon for exclusive content and benefits, or visit our website at www.tableminis.com. We wish you an amazing week filled with inspiration and peace. Take care. This is like a practice for if it happens. Uh. I mean, from a if evolution standpoint, yeah. So if you play uh, horror themed TTRPGs, you will survive a zombie apocalypse better than someone who has never played it before. No, but you'll be more willing to confront a zombie apocalypse. I'm, I'm like overweight. I said, I'm overweight. I'll die. <laughs> no matter how much I play and how much Walking Dead I watch, I will die first. Like I said, we like indulging in horror yeah. because we know that we could never actually do it. Yeah. And another thing with like horror creators like me, mm-hmm. um, there's this misconception that we are all scared of nothing and that we love to terrify. We love to terrify, that's true, I love scaring people. But I am a very scared person. I think horror writers all around the world, we are all more scared of the of life than the average person like H.P. Lovecraft he was terrified of other races that's why his whole like stories were incredibly racist but we cannot take that away from him because and we cannot ignore that because it contributed to his work yeah that was who he was yeah like for the deep ones about intermingling with other species that created these monstrosities you know that showed his very like racist viewpoints of the world but that created the whole idea of alien horror mm-hmm. and the unknown because he didn't understand these people and the, 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 the otherness mm-hmm. was what scared him the most and he was a very like tortured man in general he, had, he was very socially anxious uh, he was by most accounts like a bit of an incel <laughs> do, do you relate to that? And is that your driving force as a, as a law keeper? Well, I don't relate to H.P. Lovecraft. Uh-huh. Not in terms but, of the um, racist, but in terms of that, in terms of that the fear. oppression and that fear. Yeah. I, I am a very scared person. I'm afraid of many, many things. I, I, have, I have a crippling fear of the ocean, mm-hmm. uh, which you know still terrifies me. One of the few things that really consistently... Welcome to, an, welcome to our island. <laughs> scares me is like, the vastness of the ocean. Mm. Um... Space, another thing, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's the final frontier. Mm-hmm. It's very, very unknown to us. Mm-hmm. Even like the, from the vastness of the world, we're not made to comprehend such big numbers and such big concepts. Interesting. Like, but for <coughs> you as a dungeon master or keeper who specializes and focuses on horror, what gives you the most pleasure and why do you do it? Instead of just going running through the name, the normal fantasy route. I do it because I think horror is as good as fantasy or or romance or any other genre. Uh huh. But what <coughs> horror specifically for you? F- first of all, all 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 genres take from real life and mm-hmm. turn it into something else. For horror, um, I don't know. I think I I've. It's I think it's a matter of environment as well. I just grew up watching a lot of horror movies and there was a very small transition from watching cartoons to watching like slasher films mm-hmm. in my life. But one of my one of the things that I'm very happy for that my parents were 
one of the things I'm most grateful for about my parents was that my mother didn't regulate my media consumption at all, mm. which has turned me into the person I am today, mm. which I'm quite happy with. Um, why I like horror as compared to fantasy, the, the whole fear aspect. Mm. I mean, I, I, although I've mentioned horror isn't made to scare the viewer, horror inherently its main emotion is fear for fantasy the main sorry <coughs> the main emotion evoked is awe mm. right the whole like different world mm. for a romance book for it would be you know love mm. it invokes the passions of the heart for comedy we like to laugh it's humor the emotion of you know just enjoying ourselves being happy for horror, it's the emotion of fear. Mm. And fear is one of the most beautiful things, the nature of fear. It's so inherently human. You know, fear is the one thing that is keeping all of us alive, alive and is probably the single most powerful driving force in any decision we make. You leave the house and go to work because you're afraid of not making money and you know, being destitute. Fear is a stronger motivator than any like want or need or desire. Like, give, give me any, no matter how small, any action or any decision in life, and I'll tell you how fear influences it. Um, okay, uh, I'm having a stomach ache. Okay. Um, and I really need to go. Okay. So there's a break, or is that you What's need to the decision? Fear? The decision is I have to go to work. And make some bread. Okay. Uh, but I really need to poop. So I need to decide which one has more f- like fear in it. No, which one are you going to decide? I think I'm going to need to poop. <laughs> so you're going, you're going to poop because yes. you're afraid of shitting yourself. Yes. As opposed to you want to poop. Yes, correct. As opposed to you want to go to work. <clears throat> you're more afraid of shitting yourself than you are of being late for work. True, true. I would just, I will, I will, be, I will take an hour. It's not that you want to poop more than... Going to work. No, it's just I have to go poop. Yeah. That's fear. And that's not... It's not just a bodily need either. Yeah. Right? If it was a bodily need, you just shit on the sideway. Yeah. You just like... Shit on the way there. Yeah. In the <laughs> bus. Like in the train. I'm yeah. on my bike. It's, it's not the fact that you need to. It's the fact that you're afraid to. Yes. So you're afraid you poop your pants. Okay. So, okay. Um, what are the... What are the... I'm trying to break this. How do you... Okay. Let's do this one more time. Okay. Right? How do I do this fear thing? Okay, so let's say I have a situation. Yes. And that situation uh, can be decided by either want or a fear. And the fear is always the stronger motivating factor. Okay. Um, you don't need to give me a scenario. Just give me an action. Uh, giving someone a high five. You give someone a high five. Why do you think you want to give some? You tell me first. Why do you think you want to give someone a high five? If I don't give this person a high five, I. But tell me the desire first. The desire. I want to connect to this person. Okay. So you want to connect to the person, right? Yes. But why do you want to connect to the person? Because you're afraid of having no friends. He possibly. You're yes, uh, afraid ladies and of. Gentlemen, this is Dungeons and Dragons and podcasts, <laughs> and we're talking about why we're giving high fives and <laughs> the fear of it. Okay, <laughs> I think we're going to a very scary place right now. Because <laughs> what he just, what you just said, like Feroz, uh, it's such an interesting 
um, concept to wrap, I'm wrapping my head around this idea of using fear in a game where you are safe. So you are practicing facing your fears. Yep. And it's, it's, you don't, I don't... Well, f- put it this way. Yeah. For a game, yeah. as a character, you make decisions. Yes. The whole concept of D&D and role-playing is making decisions. Yes. That, are that is heroic. That are influenced by dice. Yes. And characters make those decisions because they want to do something. Correct. Heroic. <laughs> and we all want to do something. Heroic. <laughs> because we're afraid no. of something else. No. Then you play D&D wrong. <laughs> if, okay, let's say I am a... I'm a, I'm a D&D adventurer. I go to a village. I come across a homeless man who comes up to me pleading, saying that, they've, he's, that a bunch of bandits have taken his son. So I go and murder all the bandits, and I bring his son back to him, and he thanks me, and I ask for no payment, no reimbursement whatsoever. You've become the witcher, yeah? Why do I do that? Why do you do that? I do that? Yes. You, it's, it's, see, we can go into a semantics and philosophical debate, right? But there are two sides of that coin as well. Right, there's also the love part versus the the there's the part, wanting to do the good fear. Part. Yeah, there's there's wanting to make the world a better place as well, right? And and which is the foundations of what Dungeons and Dragons build upon. I yep. know we're going way off base right now, but the the point of Dungeons and Dragons is to be heroic. You get to role play being a hero, yes, which we don't get to do in real life. We Whereas horror games. You don't go there and try to be a hero. You go there to survive. Well, yeah, but this is about like fear in general. Correct, fear. So, like, if you integrate with Dungeons and Dragons and what what Van Richten is trying to do with a Curse of Strahd is you come in as heroes, but then you get taken by this mist, hmm. and then right now you're oppressed and and you're just trying to survive this vile and magnificent uh, bad guy. Right, so the juxtaposition from fantasy to horror, I think the come from and the baseline is very different. Yes, of course. I mean, you yeah. are right. It's just, it's sort of a yin and yang. You yeah. can like use it or not, but mm-hmm. it will, I mean, in, in terms of just behavior in general, it will be there. Yeah, and just as long as you guys stop talking about my tits, I'm okay. It's fine. Tits! <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, okay. Wait, are we still going to... Because I want to grab more into this horror genre. Go, let's do it. Let's right, do it. Like, okay, like, okay do it. so so we've got we've got types of horror. Okay, yep. you've, you've, you've explained the themes of horror. Yes. But if we go into more implicit versions of horror, like punishment, getting punished by a being like Curse of Strat, where uh, no spoilers, but you are oppressed... By this character. And it feels like punishment. Right. Uh, there's a way to amplify the fear. Are, are there other ways besides punishment? Um, existence, uh-huh. I think, is one of the, the biggest as well. I mean, back, back to Lovecraft. Um, after World War One, World War Two, people weren't afraid of monsters and werewolves and, and vampires anymore. Before that, all horror was either ecclesiastical or... Like physical monsters or mm-hmm. folk horror. The, the the fear of pain. Yes. The fear of pain is one of the... And the fear of death in general. Yeah. People were, you know... Western esotericism was also rising where everyone started doing seances. In, in the Western world, you know, people were very interested in spirits and demons. Mm-hmm. And the occult started to rise, like, from... Since Victorian times. So can we say that horror is just... 
not knowing how to die and and that that way that you know death is coming mm-hmm. but you're unable to deal with it horror is exploring the unknown yeah the unknown yeah, yeah. <clears throat> seems like it right like a lot of the monsters in the in the environment that we like the cults that we go through yeah. Yeah. in Colocatulu is about the unknown this unknown entity or a group of unknown entities no need to go that far about yeah. cults just the darkness the dark yes the, you go back to that darkness like for you first like how how do you feel like playing in his game um the fear and how, how does it manifest itself uh, for you while playing while playing the game besides I, disturbing me okay so Okay, the, the, with the current situation in the, our reality, there's a lot of uncertainties like COVID, um, job security, uh, social interactions, right? So when I, when I play Call of Cthulhu, uh, I'm able to sit, put myself in three hours of fear or three hours of like the unknown. In Dungeons and Dragons, I don't have to do that. In Dungeons and Dragons, I look at my spells, I look at my actions, I'm like, okay, these are the things that I can do. How can I help my friends? But in, in Call of Cthulhu or a horror theme uh, game, I am stuck there for three hours. I'm doing this willingly and it gives me time to practice this fear. Like I'm in fear, how do I deal with this? And then when I go outside into, into reality again, um, it, the reality does not feel so overbearing. This beautiful way of putting it. Yeah, and especially because you get to play it with your friends. Yeah. So you are in this fearful place with your friends. It's like taking a roller coaster with your good friends. You come out of it, you go like, wow, that was scary. But you enjoyed that memory because you did it with your friends. Yeah. yeah. I think that's why I enjoy yeah. about horror theme games. And the main justification for Call of Cthulhu and for D&D is um, D&D, you are adventurous and you can do great things. Yeah. In D&D, you are powerful. Yes. In Call of Cthulhu, you are weak. Yes. You are pathetic. And there is no one who is going to help you and you are probably going to die. And all you want is to come out of this with some shred of dignity, some sliver of your sanity yes, still intact. Yes, I want to hold on to my sanity. You want to hold on to everything. In Call of Cthulhu, you are just surviving. You are just carrying on. You are a weak, little, pathetic human being in a world and universe that cares nothing about you. In a, in a universe where there are huge gods and creatures that could snuff your life and all of existence in a literal second. And that's why you should play. I agree. Can you, Afiros, do us a favour to yes. end this segment of uh, A, Let's Chat by, saying, by singing You Will Die. <coughs> you will die die tomorrow or perhaps you'll die the day after that but you will die one day so, and we will all die so hug your friends kiss your mom goodbye and yes. uh, love peace we'll be back after these messages you will die boy <laughs> <laughs>